Welcome to Looking Within, a podcast for the spiritual explorer in each of us. I'm Julie. I love to explore the inner life using contemplative practices, and I love to help others to do the same. In our time together, I hope you gain a sense of hope, meaning, joy, and love. As a Christian spiritual explorer, I hope to offer some thoughts to help you see God's presence and activity in ever-expanding ways. As you listen, ponder, and experience the divine, feel free to use the spiritual perspective you are most comfortable with in our practice today. Now, let's begin. Welcome to your Looking Within Wednesday bonus episode. As we continue our journey through our Lent experience, this is a follow-on to our continuing conversation this week about our experiences of brokenness. As I rate this episode, I'm recalling a six-month period of time in my life about 32 years ago when I was 26 years old that dramatically changed my perspective of brokenness. I had enjoyed a fairly idyllic childhood and youth, came out of college as a nurse, and had a good first three years as a hospital staff nurse. I had become a member of Gloria Day, the church I work at, right out of college. And thankfully, during that same summer, a very active young adults group formed at church. Because of this group, I kept happily busy with social engagements and enjoyed journeying alongside the other group members as we served and worshiped at church together. I even dated a man in this group who would be my future husband down the road. Life was good, busy, and very fun. Then I decided to go to graduate school to become a nurse practitioner and chose a university some hours away from here. After I moved, my engagement with people came to a screeching halt. I went into withdrawal having previously had so much fun and enlivening time with others, and now hardly any. I didn't know a soul in my new city. Almost all of my fellow grad students were married, and I was single. Our classes met infrequently compared to undergraduate class schedules, and I had no church or other connections in my life yet. For the first time in my life, I was profoundly depressed. I had some weird health issues pop up as well, so I was anxious about those, too. My parents, who lived some hours away, and my friends from the singles group were very supportive through phone calls and a few visits. But I was extremely, extremely lonely. Some evenings, I would walk out of my apartment and out into the halls and just walk and wander, missing my old life missing the good friends and frequent activities and people time that had been a part of my former life. Each passing week brought more of the same. I wondered if I really wanted to go on like this. I was never suicidal, but I understood a bit better how low someone can feel and that putting an end to the inner pain is an idea that can run through your mind. After about six months, I did get to know classmates began building a new life and routines, and found a church that I became active in, so my loneliness eased. I'm sure there are far greater struggles that one can encounter in life, 
but it was my first experience of feeling deep and more prolonged inner pain. That six months was pivotal for me. I wish I would have had the inner resources that I do now, 32 years later. I have done more reading and processing, and I've had wonderful advisors, mentors, and a larger catalog of life lessons now that would have helped me back then. But what did happen was that my heart was cracked open. I'd always been a fairly kind person, able to sympathize with someone who was struggling with something. But my ability to empathize with another was suddenly enlarged after those six months in my new city and life. Though another's path or circumstances might be different than mine had been, if they were suffering in some way with deep inner pain, I could better understand that now. I could at least begin to better understand a sense of being broken with the pieces of your life strewn about at your feet on the floor in front of you. Again, there are far worse things that one can go through than what I've described for me. But for me, that was an important and, looking back, instructive time about a human being's brokenness and struggle. During our quiet moments today, I'd invite you to look back at some time in your life when you struggled, when you felt a brokenness in your journey. Perhaps there's something going on right now for you that fits this description. It's often easier to look back at some time of struggle or challenge in order to find the meaning or the lesson or the ability to actually be grateful for a tough time that we faced and lived through. If, if I could wind the clock back 32 years, I'd be able to trust more that this too shall pass. I could have noticed the lesson I was learning about having actual empathy for someone struggling through some deep inner pain. I would have noticed how God had moved in close to me in the midst of my depression and loneliness. I did actually notice the people that God brought alongside me to look into and help me work with my mind and body health issues, or the very good friends that I eventually made. There was much that I learned about myself, about God, about life. And there's much I've learned since then that I can spot as I look back at that period of time for me. For the next three minutes, recall a time for you that was, or is, one of the toughest you've experienced. What lessons were there for you? What strength did you gain? What did you learn about yourself, God, and life as God engineered certain people to cross your path? Then just release this all to love, to the divine. The experience, past or present, is now out of your hands. You can imagine it floating on an ocean of love or joining with the presence of the divine which contains wisdom and compassion greater than your own. I'll be back with you in about three minutes.
As we end our meditation, take a few deep breaths in and out, in and out. You are the beloved, the chosen one of God, blessed, broken, and given to the world around you. I'll sound the Tibetan singing bowl, and when you're ready, you can gently open your eyes, remaining still for a moment longer. I hope it's been helpful to examine some of your journey that's been the most challenging and painful, and then to release those challenges to love, to God. Naming something is powerful. Accepting and embracing our experiences that we maybe tried to keep at bay can bring us some serenity in the midst of upsetting or confusing circumstances. There's a verse in the Bible, 2 Corinthians 4, 7, which says that we now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. End quote. It's so helpful to know that we're not traveling alone. God is especially present in our times of brokenness. Thanks for joining me for this bonus episode of Looking Within. I hope you'll join me again on Friday as we conclude the week together.
thank you for making time for your inner self today. Whatever you've discovered and experienced, carry that with you in the coming days. You can find more episodes at our website, Gloria-Day, that's D-E-I, dot com, slash Looking Within Podcast, or subscribe through your favorite podcast app. We'll see you next time.